Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. Again. We're going to have to start. that. That's going to have to be the new intro is we are live and then you can say again. We get some t-shirts with we are live on the front and, and on the back. Yeah. Just was, again. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Merchandise yeah. ideas. Or what we've been saying is we are live and at the end we tend to say see you later. So we could have a we are live on the front and then at the back see you later because when we're running past people we're saying see you later to people. <laughs> is that you being confident that you're going to be running past people again? Well, after this week. Not going to spoil any spoilers, but after this week. Hello, listeners. Rob's uh, Rob's had a big week of running. Apparently, we'll find out later on in the show. But um, he's he's going to surprise everybody, I think. Um, so let's get, let's get into it then. How have you been? How has your week gone? Filled with running. <laughs> okay, uh, the weekend. Uh, I didn't do much running the weekend. Um, part run was cancelled because of the frost i was supposed to go in canny cross but that was cancelled as well because of the frost and the the mud and everything so that was cancelled so i didn't really do anything saturday no running saturday but it was my eldest son's birthday 16th birthday so we had a lot of food over the weekend went pizza hut buffet on the saturday uh, and then went bowling Uh, i came second twice in bowling, my brother beat me once, and then my niece, who is, I think she's seven, she beat me on that other one. Uh, and then we went to my sister's house for some curry, and then on the Sunday, we went to something called Bomb Pan Asia. For people in Stoke, they'll probably know what Bomb Pan Asia is. For people that don't know what Bomb Pan Asia is, is it's everything. It's you've got Indian, you've got Chinese, you've got. So that, yes, I think I messaged you for the people in Birmingham because I'm not going to forget the people in Birmingham. <laughs> what was our Jimmy Spices in Birmingham? Yeah. Um, so I've had a full weekend of eating. So all that weight I've probably lost over the last couple of weeks, uh, I probably put back on. But uh, I've got straight back on it on Monday. And I've done a lot of running, um, and I have just unhidden all of my Strava runs because I didn't want anybody knowing what I was getting up to and trying to um, ambush me with my, trying to get my win on the challenge. So I've hidden all so, my challenges, all my own runs. So we're going to have to have a bit of a different show format this week, I think, just to get this out of the way, because you've been doing a lot of running. We'd normally leave it until later on in the show to talk about the couch to coach challenge updates but rob is keen very keen to get this out the way early doors <laughs> because the longer this goes on the later in the show it goes there's a potential that he might not win the task and i can see that he's looking at his phone he's refreshing the Strava league so if you remember last week uh, and every week we set couch and coach challenges and rob's challenge set by me the coach i mean it's not very good coaching because I basically just try to run him into the ground two weeks before a race. <laughs> but it was the launch of the Strava League. Um, and I set him the challenge of basically topping the Strava League um, because whoever is top of the Strava League on a Thursday when we come to recording, which it now is, would get a shout out on the show. So last week it was Paul Hall. It was Paul Hall, followed who by was yourself. Out in top, followed by me, 
and followed by Ange Morton. Ange Morton, yes. Um, Paul, Paul Hall, he's not top this week, so there's no spoiler alert there. Paul, um, still very respectable. Um, he's done 16.43 miles this week on a Thursday, uh, but he sits in seventh. So we're going to have a bit of a run through the leaderboard. And come we're on, see, come on then. <laughs> we're going to see where it sits. So um, I'm going to do one last refresh. <laughs> One last refresh of the Strava leaderboard. And thank you to everybody that has joined the Strava group, uh, by the way, um, because it is quite nice to see that we've got quite a few members in the group now. 38. Um, 38, runners. 38 runners in the Couch to Coach Run Club, which is excellent. If you haven't joined yet, then link is in the show notes. Rob's looking at me going, come on, keep you're, it going. You're delaying this to the point of where somebody is going to go and do a mile and then um, I'll be... So, link to join the Strava Couch to Coach Run Club is in the notes at the bottom and without further delay, um, if you'd like to join the group, click the link. Um, have you done anything else this week, Rob, other than running? No, literally not no, at all. Just running. So... Uh, third place, which actually I'm quite pleased to see her in third place because I think she last week she sent us a question to say she wasn't feeling too well, was a bit worried about getting into racing form again, and she asked the question about whether she'd lose any fitness. Mm. Um, but Amanda Kelly, yeah, Stoke Fit, Amanda Kelly sitting in third place, twenty three point two two miles. Um, well done, Amanda. So well, do- well done to Amanda, making a nice, timely return, ready for. Is she? Do you know all stage of fives? She will yeah. be all stage of five, I believe. Yeah, she's in an SRA race. So, so a nice return to running with a couple of weeks left to that, which we're going to talk about in the uh, NSRA update later in the show. Second place is, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Sam Crozier. Yeah. Um, we don't know Sam. Sam's yeah. joined. He's a, he's a listener. He's not a Stoke fitty. Uh, but he's, he clocks up some serious mileage, this guy, yeah, by looking does. at it. Um, and he's got real consistency. Does a bit of dog jogging, I think, um, according to his Strava activities. A bit of dog jogging. He put some nice sessions together. He kept me on my toes this week. Yesterday, he ran an Army Cross Country Championships and finished sixth with a time of 33 minutes and 36 seconds no. for just under six miles in a cross-country. It's not got bad going, is it? That is absolutely rapid. So well done to Sam. Second in the leaderboard, and well done on your sixth-place finish at the Army cross-country. Top of the leaderboard is... Hang on, hang Mr. on. Hang on, hang on. You need a bit of a pause in there. Go for it. <laughs> He's going to put some cheesy sound effect in, isn't he? <laughs> He's going to put some cheesy sound effects. So I'm not going to go for it. I'm going to talk for a little bit longer. So I know that's what he's going to do. There is going to be no gap going into this, Rob. Top of the leaderboard is Mr. Rob Silito. Thank you very much. 27.22 miles. Now, <laughs> I've got to say, like, he did his first run on Monday. That was with Stoke Fit, right? No, I did. I did a run on my own before going out with Stoke Fit. That was so it. I've, I've done a double that run Monday, and I've done a double run today. 
So he started double running. Um, a tactic. <laughs> I haven't a started tactic. double running. It was just this week. <laughs> Trust me, it's not a, not a continuous thing. I mean, the, the Norwegians like um, double threshold days. So that's where you run two threshold threshold sessions. There's a bit more science to it than that, uh, generally speaking, but they run double threshold days. So they run in the morning threshold session, then they run an evening threshold session. Um, Rob's gone out doing double days twice this week. <laughs> I don't know how sensible this is, but it was in the aim of taking the top place in the leaderboard, and you've certainly done that. But after that first run, you went out with Stoke Fit, and then you thought people are going to get on to the fact that I'm doing a load of miles. So Rob went and hid all of his activities for the remainder of the week <laughs> and has unhidden them before the show. And he, we just sat there watching him sneak up the leaderboard to see if you got enough miles in. Genuinely, though, these are genuine runs. If you want to have a look on Strava, you can. And the only person who has known what I've been doing, because it's on training picks as well, has been Ben and obviously me doing the runs. Um, and Laura, when you sl- sneak out in the middle yeah. of the night to do two miles. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I do a double run. So on the first, on the Monday, I did uh, 4.5 and I went around the lap of um, lap of the lake. So the Forest Park Lake, trying to keep my lap legend of the lap. So I did a couple of laps of that. Have you still got that? I think so. I is that still I you? So. I think it is. I think it is. I looked the other day and it's still me for now. So um, I don't think many people actually go down there. Um, so, yeah, so I did that. And then I went out with Stoke Fit. I went <laughs> went out with Stoke Fit. I ended up doing, I think it was close to six miles, but I think it was 5.5. But uh, halfway through, well, not halfway through, towards the end, I needed to time a lace and something happened. And um, no, I had a pebble in my shoe. And my, my watch started doing like an alert thing to, to, to say I was in distress. So halfway around, my, my, stepdad, my stepdad's ringing me, asking me if everything's okay. I was like, yeah, it's fine. So we stopped my, stopped my run then. So I did, And then I did another, well, nearly enough, another mile. Oh. And then I went out on my own on the Tuesday. Football was cancelled. So I thought to myself, well, I'll go out and do a run. Uh, so... Even the lads of football didn't want you to win the challenge. They cancelled football. <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, I went out and did 4.6 miles again. Uh, and then today, I didn't do anything Wednesday. I thought I'd have a rest day. And then today, I went out this morning before work. I did 6.5 miles. Again, did a couple of you laps. Did, you did 12 and a half miles today. Yeah, I know. I know I did. Because <laughs> Sam Crozier was top of the leaderboard this morning. And I think I was, I was on 14 miles, I think it was. So I was like, oh, he's on like 26. I'm going to have to go out double, double whammy. So I did. I did 6.5 this morning. A couple of laps around the lap of the legend again to keep me legend, lap of the legend. And then this afternoon, just after work, um, I went out and did another six mile. Laura thinks I'm going crazy because she's like, you've been out this morning. She thinks, I think she forget. I think she thinks I'm getting, getting memory loss. You've been out this morning. What are you going out for again? And, um, Clearly, she hasn't been listening to the to the podcast recently because I said to her, "It's because of this league thing." I mean, I was messaging Rob about uh, what time? About five o'clock this afternoon, just winding him up, trying to say, "Look, oh, I don't know if you're going to have enough. Do you fancy going out and doing another couple? <laughs> You've already done twelve. <laughs> go on, Amanda, Amanda Kelly might get out and do a mile. You need to go and just make sure. She make can. Sure. No, that's it now. That's uh, it. <laughs> challenge it, officially it is, over. It is challenge is over, and I will give you the kudos, the podcast kudos of being top of the couch to coached 
Strava Run Club leaderboard. I can't see that well, happening ever again, I must admit. But Well done, Mr. Silito. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I have got something to say, actually, about it. When I went to Stoke Fit Running Club, it was from the old South because Badly Green was closed. People were saying, oh, I don't, I don't think it should be from Monday to Thursday. I think it should be Monday to Sunday because people go out and do long runs on Sunday. So what I have suggested is that we'll do uh, two shout-outs. So we'll do a shout-out Monday to Thursday, and then we'll do from Thursday to Sunday, I'll work it all out, and then on the following Thursday, we'll say, right, okay, then this person um, got top. So we do, we do the actual Strava week. Yeah, yeah. Because right? I, I mean, suppose people do go out on long runs on a Sunday, because I've got a long run on Sunday, so I'm going to end up doing like 400 miles this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I mean, I, I said last week, my, my weeks tend to be – I mean, I might get close to the top of the board then. I mean, my weeks tend to be heavily weighted towards the weekend. I start the week with a recovery day and then a bit of a strength session, and then I sort of take it through the week with speed sessions and long runs. So I've just, like lit- just literally had a message off Amanda Kelly. She's obviously seen the Strava League. She's put, you're lucky. I'm still not 100%, and I had planned on a seven-mile run today. You've had an easy week. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> you were listening. Oh, I'm sorry. You timing. can have it for next week. You can have it the week after. You can have it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a good shout to have the weekly Thursday on the show, and then yeah. we'll do we'll do the following week as well, yeah. and an update to see who actually wins the week. But I think I, I mean I'm probably in uh, no doubt that that's going to be Sam Crozier. Yes, yeah. yeah. It, the way it's, the way it's going. Um, but yeah, well done, good running, everyone. I mean, look, I think what we got this 385 miles from everybody in the group this week so oh, far. Half of them, eh? <laughs> Seventy-eight <laughs> activities, 385 total club miles. So well done, lovely stuff. Well done, everyone. Um, if you haven't joined, I know we've already said it, but if you haven't joined, do join. It's a really, really interesting to watch the leaderboard and go on the activities. And what we want to start is people start giving shout outs. Like we do shout outs to you guys if you come if you come sec, third, second, or first. If we notice a run that we're like, oh, that's a really good, interesting one, we'll give you a shout out. But what we want people to do is get in contact with us through Strava, uh, through Instagram, through the email address, couchtocoach.outlook.com. Let us know, and then we can give people a shout-out. Uh, and we can, if you do a PB, uh, part runner, when part runs are back on, give us, a, give, us a, give us a nod, and then we can give you a shout-out. Yeah, it's uh, it's what we really want to do is to promote the community that we're trying to create with uh, Couch to Coach. So we've got, obviously... Uh, a lot of members from Stoke Fit, they see each other, they talk about it. But if you're not part of Stoke Fit, um, then reach out through one of the channels and just let us know how your running's going. Um, but it's nice to see that we are keeping the miles climbing on that leaderboard, which is good stuff. So that's my week of running. I am absolutely shattered <laughs> my feet my feet <laughs> i think i need some new trainers i think i'm at that point where my, my trainers are starting to wear out so i think i need some new trainers so i'm going to be going to the, the um to the shop to get some new trainers but yeah i've enjoyed it it's been it's been hard going especially on, your week's not time. over yet your week's I just know. started <laughs> i know it's weird it's thursday it's I've just started, like, I've been about, i didn't do this much train. i didn't do this much running when i was training for london <laughs> marathon <laughs> i mean as i said i don't think it's the most as your coach it's not the most sensible thing i don't i, I think to be honest with you we're going to probably start getting the coaching properly uh refined now going for the, the nsrra push which starts in a, a couple of weeks time 
but this was just a good opportunity to try and run Robin to the ground a little bit before that happens and see if he can put him. I, what I wanted to do is test his, uh, you know, his mental state in terms of how determined is he. Um, and I think he's shown that he's up for a challenge, which is good. That's right, definitely, I'm definitely up for a challenge, and I'm still smiling. So I'm, I, you could have done that much of a, a, bad, a yeah. bad job as a coach. We'll see if you're smiling after the 10 miles you've got on your plan for Sunday. I know. I've seen that as well. <laughs> That's going to take you up to 37 miles. You won't be running between now and then, will you? Potentially on Saturday, I might do Canicross. So oh, there I, we might, go. I might top 40 miles this week. You're going to be topping 40 miles. Fair play. That's good stuff. So that's my running week, and that's my challenge complete, and I've done it. And uh, like I say, I'm probably not going to ever be at the top of the leaderboard again, so uh, I'll take that as a win for this enjoy, week. Enjoy the moment. Yeah, well, definitely. I'm coming will. for you next week. <laughs> you, honestly, <laughs> anybody can have it off you next week. <laughs> as long as I'm not set another challenge to get top of the leaderboard again, I'm sure of it. I even said, I can remember saying to you the other day, I'm happy with bronze or silver. And then I thought to myself, am I really happy with bronze or silver? There wasn't a and bronze remember, or silver on offer. I know, but in my head, there always is. But I can remember you telling me a couple of weeks ago in one of the podcasts, you were talking about how much do you want it, talking about that book that you were reading. And yeah. I thought to myself, how much do I want this? I was thinking, do I want it more than the NSR? and I thought oh, I'll go for it and I've got it but anyway how's your week gone with mindfulness I set you a challenge over the week of spending time with this to yourself and and looking at mindfulness yeah to be honest it's, it's been it's been tough I mean I'm not gonna lie I think mindfulness is quite tough mm. I think leading busy lives um, in terms of work obviously having a full-time job doing a bit of coaching on the evenings is when I tend to do my coaching uh, obviously having the two girls and Rach to not neglect them as well to make sure you're spending time with them it is difficult um, but I have been making just bits of time for the main mindfulness task if you like that I was trying to set myself so it's 10 minutes I've given myself every day um, try to do that in the mornings before I start work um, just I download an app a breathing okay. app talks you through like meditation mm-hmm. um, been learning about uh, different breathing techniques your home base which is something you focus on when you're doing your breathing um, and that a shop as well, a home, home base. It is a home base shop. If, <laughs> if you do want to sponsor us, home base. <laughs> I was thinking home base. I mean, what, what have you been doing, where have you been doing mindfulness? I said do I mean, it at home, not in, in an honest shop. To be fair, so this app that I downloaded, it's a well-known app. Um, it's the Calm app. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's been very good. The, the, the introduction to it is basically talking through the, the art or the process of meditation. And I must admit, when the guy that was talking at the time said, right, we're going to find your home base, that is all I could think about <laughs> is amongst the paint section. Yeah. In, um, but no. So what I tend to do is 10 minutes, focus on the breathing. I've been working through that sort of program. And it, I think it has made me feel a bit better, but mindfulness as well is like i think just stepping away from the pressures sometimes of whether it be your running or your work trying to have mm-hmm. somewhere you just disconnect from it so i try to um make sure that we've got i mean we're, we're pretty good with the kids on the weekend planning activities and stuff but sometimes it can be all consuming and you do too much for them yeah um so we went to the running show on saturday Oh, yeah, of course you did, yeah. Which was good. So good family time in doing something for me and Rach, because it was for us, but taking the kids along, and they enjoyed it. 
So it was a good family day out. So that's a bit of mindfulness, I think. Um, did the breathing. Um, and overall, I feel better than I did two weeks ago. So I think some it's paying off. Good, good. I suppose that was that was the whole point of it. I know it's only been a week. Um, but that was the whole point of it, to, to be able to, like I say, I had all the challenges in mind and I thought to myself, I could be really cruel and give you a really hard challenge. But I, after speaking to you a couple of weeks ago, I, knew, I could tell you were struggling. It was a psychiatric nurse in me. Um, so that's why I decided to, to give you that challenge of reconnecting with yourself almost actually looking I mean, at yourself yeah, i mean it was it was appreciated because i think it's nice when someone tells you to take a bit of time for yourself mm. i think you can't help but listen i mean i blame yeah. you for being there in the first place for buying me that puzzle <laughs> I mean, that's, that's probably what got me stressed out to the point where i felt <laughs> like that um so this was just you resetting the damage that you'd caused. Oh, there you go. Um, and then I asked you before we went on uh, to this recording, have you got your challenge for me tonight? And the look on your face, I can tell. <laughs> after what I've put you through this week, something bad's coming. No, it's not bad. It's all right. It's easy. Yeah, I'll be the judge of that when you say it. But yeah, look, thank you for the challenge. It was a kind one. I've enjoyed it. Good. I think the challenge for me now is to keep that going. Yeah. Um, because I think it's all well and good if you are struggling to do a bit of mindfulness in the moment. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you feel a bit better and it's like, oh, I don't need to do it anymore. But That's actually, you've got, do. To, you've got to remember what's making you feel better. And it's like your exercise routine. Yeah. The reason why I started to feel like that, I think, was because I couldn't train, couldn't do my running. So it's obviously putting that element in and keeping that routine going. And I think if you are struggling, the best thing you could probably do is to speak to someone because that will kickstart you into doing something like what I've done with the mindfulness. And then it's just reminding yourself every now and then of, of what has contributed to you feeling a little bit better. Mm. I agree. I I would like to say it's, it's, common what happens is people start to feel better they stop doing whatever they f- makes them feel better and then they start to feel worse again it's like medication with antibiotics it's a prime example people take medication take antibiotics chest infection whatever infection start feeling better after three or four days thinking oh, i don't really need this medication anymore stop taking the medication and then it comes back and that's what happens if you, if you stop the things that are making you feel better you don't get better. So it's about making sure that you find that time for yourself, like say speaking to people, but also finding that time for yourself to actually reflect, to put yourself in the here and now. Um, Don't look at the future. Don't look at the past, the here and now. And that's what mindfulness is mainly about is looking at the here and now, concentrating on your breathing. I think it's really important that you do. And I think running is as well, because running, when I go running, a lot of the time, I'm not thinking about what do we need to do next or what have I done earlier. It's about the running because you're focusing on the breathing, you're focusing on, right, okay, you have a podcast on, hopefully this podcast, and you're concentrating on that one thing. So I think running is similar, not the same, but similar to mindfulness. So I think it's really important that we do that. I mean, you've had plenty of time for mindfulness this week, haven't you? Well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 27 miles worth of mindfulness. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good. I think, as I say, if you if you are struggling, then reach out, speak to someone, because I've, I've certainly felt the benefits of it. Speak to me, if they, and, and, and this is a genuine offer. If people are struggling and they want some uh, to, just to talk to somebody, or it can be text or Instagram, whatever, I am there to, to, to be able to support you. Uh, Ben's got the coaching side. I suppose I could be a bit of a... The couch is in. You sit down on the couch and you talk. Um, so that's that's what we we genuinely offer that. If people have got if they are struggling, let us know. 
As long as you don't ditch me and go and start a podcast about it. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. We could make something different. Couch to couch. Couch to couch, yeah. But it's a, it's a genuine offer, I think, to talking to somebody. Yes, I said yeah. this last week, it might be someone that you talk to that's that's quite close to you, but then sometimes you don't want to talk to someone that's close to you because you don't want to burden them with things. Uh, but I think it's an talking, insecurity as well, talking to yeah. someone that is close to you because you almost don't yeah. want to talk to someone because you feel the shame of it and I don't think there's any shame in no. talking to people that are close to you because um, they're going to want to help you if Absolutely. they're not wanting to help you then I don't think they should be that close to you to be fair yeah I agree um, so I it's agree. you know um, good to talk let's put it that it's way good to talk. so you've passed you've got a pass and your and you, and you task we did. I did say to you last week about getting it on Instagram and do a bit of a diary but I think that's wrong to actually say that I think mindfulness is about you and spending time with yourself i don't want you videoing yourself doing mindfulness because that takes I mean, you out to be fair i did think about it but you would have had reels of me just sitting there with my eyes closed staring out the window there you go <laughs> that well, would have been worth watching for anybody so no, i didn't do it but yeah. i did do it and i am thankful that i've had the time to do it and Good. also most importantly more important than anything is that i've passed the task you do. <laughs> I'm not I'm bothered about mental health. As long as I pass a test, I'm not bothered. I've already had one failure. I can't have another one. <laughs> so we both passed. We both passed our our challenges this week. Let's see. We'll we'll talk about our challenges later for this week later on in the podcast. We'll set some new challenges later in the show. But should we do some listeners' questions? Yeah. So let's let's do some listeners' questions. So the first question. Um, is from PAU Run and Ride in Trenton. So it's a shop in Trenton. So we went to it uh, when we did the Trenton Park Run, the first date. We went and had a walk around Trenton Gardens and we went into PAU Run and Ride. That's where I got my first pair of running trainers from. I saw this question on Facebook and I asked, asked if they were happy for me to share it on the podcast and they said they were. So their question is, what tips would you give to new slash first time runners. So I'll let you answer that question. The first tip I would give to new slash first time runners is to go to PAU, Trenton Running Shop. That's what I'd do, I'd go there. Um, No, in all fairness, it's, it's probably the first thing I would do in all seriousness is to go to somewhere it doesn't have to be a, a a proper running shop as such, but I would, if it, you're new to running, I would go and get yourself a pair of trainers that you're comfortable wearing. And that would mean for me, trying them on. Um, yeah. And somewhere like the running shop in Trenton or um, an actual shop where you can physically pick up a trainer and put it on is going to make sure that you get that right shoe for you. Um I know that Trenton do the uh, PAU Trenton do the uh, running gate analysis, I think, because we saw mm-hmm. the Trenton in the corner. Yeah. It, it's not essential that you do that, but it's a good opportunity to run in the shoes and see if you've got any sort of issues with your running gait um, and find a good shoe that's, that's comfortable. If then you get that, um, you can then just buy the same shoe online and stick to that shoe. And that would be my next tip really mm-hmm. is to find a shoe that is right for your feet, your running gait, once you've got that, stick to it and make sure that you look after your trainers. Um, it's very easy to um, 
do lots and lots of miles in your running trainers if you gain that consistency and neglect them to the point where you don't buy a new pair, which causes injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's getting the trainers, looking after them and looking after your feet because that's the most important thing you're running. Um, and then in terms of actually getting out there, it's just consistency. I think it's that element of needing to train to become a runner at some extent. So put your new trainers on and go out for a walk is your starting mm. point. If you're brand, brand new, go out and do a walk, walk for 20 minutes. Um, and then sort of your next question, your next sort of way to develop that is try and extend your times. And we've got a similar question to this in a minute, so I'm not going to go into it in too much detail. Um, but then it's just building up over time and making a routine for yourself, ring fencing a bit of time because it's very easy to give up. Um, with anything like running or exercise. But if you can sort of say, right, every morning I'm going to have half an hour to an hour where I go and do my running. If you get a routine, like with your mindfulness, with the breathing I found last Mm -hmm. week, you can get into that and you can keep that going. Set yourself a goal, um, whether that be to do a certain amount of miles in a week to top the Strava leaderboard of the Coach Run Club like Rob, Um, or whether it be to do a little local 5K just to complete the 5K, and then that is then developed into how fast can I run 5K? Do you want to progress through the distances and maybe do a half marathon or a 10K or a marathon? Or do you want to join a road running league like uh, North Stats Roadrunners? Give yourself a goal and you'll find it probably a little bit more enjoyable and you'll get that motivation. Um, and then the running bug really will kick in, I think, if you start going and seeing the improvements. But my biggest tip is don't give up straight away because it's going to take you a good few weeks to break through that ceiling of um, feeling comfortable uh, or feeling uncomfortable to feel comfortable to then carry that on. So consistency, get the right kit, i.e. trainers, um, and stay patient. Oh, and get yourself a running coach. Yeah. That's a good one. Get yourself it's a, a good running one. coach. A good one. Hold, well, it doesn't have to be a coach, but someone to hold you accountable. So you're having a routine and having a goal, but who's going to hold you accountable to that? So a lot of people start social media accounts for that very reason. That's why there's so many Instagram accounts about this is my running journey and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it holds you accountable to that. But if you don't want to be splashing yourself all over social media, then do that with one individual, someone like me, a running coach, um, who can see all your runs or even just tell your friends and family, this is what you're doing. I'm entered a 10K in six months' time. I'm going to do it. Do it for charity. That sort of stuff is, is really good to get you from start to uh, a more consistent runner. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. I think for me, when I first started running, it was doing a couch to 5K. So baby steps to yeah. start you, to start you running to get you to a point. Because a lot of people, when they start running, want to go out and just run. And they run too fast, uh, they run too far, and they get to a point of where they exhaust themselves. And then they don't want to do it because the last time they went out, they didn't enjoy it because they were going too fast and they were too breathless. And I think going slow uh, and not going too far, because when you get home from a run, most of the time you feel a bit achy, obviously, because you've been running and you've done something different. If you're doing that consistently, you're coming home and feeling achy, you're not going to want to do it again. So I think making sure you start slow 
I was having a conversation with somebody earlier, Dawn Ainsworth, shout out to Dawn who I work with, and she used to run with, and I think another tip is, is potentially join a running club. And the last yeah. couple of people that I've spoken to about starting running, so Beth was one of them who was sent a question a couple of weeks ago. I said, join a running club. It's not all about elite runners. And I think one of the nope. comments on that com- on that post was, it's not all about elite runners. It's people uh, that are wanting to start running or restart running. So Dawn used to be a, a used to do a running and she wants to restart so don't expect to be able to just jump straight back into a point of where you can run seven miles start slow start and build again and the same we've talked about it from coming back from injury build that base back up then you can start to look at right okay i want to set myself a goal of doing a 10k i want to set myself a goal of doing a half marathon and it's about you. It's not about anybody else. It's about you wanting to do it. And I think taking that first step is the biggest step uh, and noticing that, and, and I'm noticing the improvements and potentially noticing the weight coming off you and noticing that you're, that you're getting faster and noticing that you can go further. I think they will spur you on to, to carry on doing what you're doing. Uh, but I think just try it uh, if it's not for you it's not for you because it isn't for everybody uh, some people love running some people don't like running which is absolutely fine yeah i think the, the other thing is try and understand the reasons why you're doing it as well it's it's yeah. you know you, you might have a reason for starting which might be to run to lose weight for weight management or it might be to run to get faster mm. but you don't have to be um a coach or a, a really really keen runner necessarily at that point to start understanding the reasons why you're doing it you could pick up a lot of there's a lot of good books like they they they, you know um you could pick up the science of running is a really good book by steve magnus you've got a lot of sort of books if you went to a bookshop and you sort of picked up a book on running running for beginners those types of things that'll teach you the reasons why you're doing things and all of a sudden if you can see the reasons why you're doing it you you're more likely to invest a bit more time Mm because it's it's a hobby at the end of the day but you also mm. want to make sure that you're doing the right things mm. so it's yeah there's loads there's loads of ways you can go about it but like, yeah joining a running club is fantastic because you're going to pick up that bit of knowledge from hanging around with other runners conversations that you have and listening to your leaders at your clubs they're mm. going to teach you these things as well and all of a sudden you can see the reasons why you're doing it and mm. you'll start then to enjoy it a little bit more the club obviously gives you that accountability aspect as well because you meet people you make genuine friends through it okay. um, or you can contact a dodgy brummy lad like me that's offering free <laughs> <training plans. laughs> never going to forget that Rob <laughs> Which um, we have talked about that actually, have we? The poem, but we'll come on to that in a minute. But yeah, I think it's really important. I think friendships that you build. So I made so many friends, including yourself, Ben, through running. I would never Aww. have met. That. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to redeem myself from calling you dodgy brummy lad. <laughs> but I, have, well, I genuinely would not have met you, or would genuinely have not met people from Stoke Fit if I hadn't just started running. Yeah, yeah. If I it's... just sat, if I just done nothing, or I carried on doing what I was normally doing, the same routine, I probably wouldn't have met so many people joined the running club met people that like ken rushton um people that are going to be on guests within the next couple of weeks we want to met them and started talking to them i'm quite a sociable person so i will talk to absolutely anybody but i think it's really it builds them relationships up and builds them friendships up so i think running and like i say we're doing a running podcast so we're going to only going to say about what's good about running we do know what the pitfalls are we do know what the faults of running are but if you do it safely 
if you do it safely and if you do it rightly so you get the right equipment like ben said if you do it that way you will only find positives and advantages of doing exercise and doing running there are no downfalls to running i won't have it <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm sure there's people out there that'll probably disagree <laughs> yeah they will but yeah it's running's life <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I've got a wife and kids as well. That is also part of my life as well. <laughs> Thank you, PAU, for letting us to use that question. If people have got questions, please get in contact with us through Instagram, social yeah. media, so Facebook or via the email, or ask us in person if you meet us and you've got a question for us. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Last week, let's let's move on to this because this is good. I've been looking forward to this. I think the listeners are going to appreciate this. We've got a massive, massive shout out this week, haven't we? Yeah. A massive shout out. So you'll remember that we did the poems. Um, Rob did his poem. I did my poem. It was all about running. It was all the Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Well, the next question is from a, a gentleman, I think it's a gentleman, from um, on Instagram. Kappelman, yep. my journey, is I have not jogged or ran in years and I've battled mentally with a few things, but I am planning to go out again on Monday. I think that was Monday just gone. Maybe doing 1,500 metres to 3,000 metres, but in 50 metre length runs. Is it a good idea to build up like that? So run, walk. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. And I think it, without repeating what we did in the last answer, yeah. um, so I'm going to keep it specific to this. It's a very good idea to do run walking to start it off. Um, the, what I would say is you've been quite specific with the length of, or the distance that you're going to do. So 1500 meters to 3000 meters or 3k. Um, it's a it's a nice way of having a target, but human nature is that we'll fixate on that distance. Um, and the first part of this is if you're fixating on a distance and you don't meet that distance, as we sort of said in the last answer, you're going to become quite disheartened. Um, and you just need to understand that the return to your running, or if you're starting out, it's a good idea to do this. But you need to understand that you can't always be expected to meet those targets straight away. Um, and if you don't meet them, how, you know, are you going to feel disheartened? And then is that going to mean that you don't run again? So what I would do is I'd, I'd switch it away from distances and paces, if you've got paces in mind. And I would do time. So I'd start off very simply by doing, say, right, I'm going to put these new running trainers on. I'm going to get my running trainers back out. I'm going to put them on and I'm going to go out for 10 minutes today. And that's all I would focus on is 10 minutes. And I would do walking for the first 
minute or 30 seconds even mm-hmm. and then I would do running for the next minute or 30 seconds or whatever and I'd repeat that run walk run walk until you've done your 10 minutes your next thing then is to completely forget about how much distance you've covered in that 10 minutes and what speed you went in that 10 minutes and your next target is right I've done 10 minutes I'm going to do that for three times this week so I'm going to do 10 minutes three times a week I've just run walking once you've done that all of a sudden you're running three times a week and you're starting to develop a bit of consistency only you know when you should increase that but your next increase should be again still by time so that would be right I'm now going to take that to 15 minutes of run walking you do that to build that consistency in and you keep doing that for however long you feel that you need to adjust it and keep increasing it because the most important thing with anything like this is to keep some consistency um it's only until you then start feeling comfortable that you 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 think about actually changing the system so the minute on minute off all of a sudden becomes three minutes on one minute off or five minutes on 30 seconds off you have a play around with it until eventually you're not having those off sections and you're able to run 20 minutes without stopping Mm. and i think that's a good measure once you've got consistency and you're able to do 20 minutes without stopping a few times a week you'll feel really good that's pretty much a promise you probably will have shifted a bit of weight if that's your aim you will be getting quicker because you've not got the walking elements it's at that point then you could potentially start looking at the distance and the paces that you've covered and try and gradually increase that um and then you're talking about maybe finishing your first part run or bigger targets bigger goals but be kind to yourself and don't set distances and paces as your goal in the first instance because it'd be very easy to get disheartened and give up at that point sounds very similar to couch to 5k uh, that's why that program is very successful yeah uh, yeah i did couch to 5k and it does say you could you can choose who's going to be telling you to do it as well so you can choose voices so you'd be telling you to walk for such such a sort of such a for a minute for example and then you run for a minute and it, it gradually increases you to a point of where you get to doing 5k continuous which is exactly what you just said ben and that is that having that supportive mechanism playing in your ear and does get frustrating at times that people when when they're telling you to do things but have a go with it get in contact with 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 a coach or ben for example who will set you a program potentially to get you to a point of where you can go from from couch to 5k and then to coached like me hopefully get to that point uh but yeah i think it's really just to start just to to get out there and and like i said similar to the question we had before start slow start slow start walking pick up the pace a little bit walk faster then you get to a point of where you're jogging then you get to a point of where you're running consistently i mean couch to 5k is a great way to start um i mean unpopular opinion maybe is that i i still think that couch to coach uh, couch to coached mm-hmm. couch to 5k rob i still think that couch to 5k is a little bit optimistic first off because it, it does get you pretty much running straight away yeah. um and the problem with it sometimes is that people do just run too hard it doesn't teach you anything in regards to 
what should be classed as an easy run. It doesn't teach you much in that sense in terms of getting your right paces. Um, I mean, week one, for instance, of Couch to 5K, just having a quick look at it, and I'm not, I'm not knocking it. Please don't take it that I'm knocking it because it's a very good thing and it's done a lot of wonders for a lot of people. But you'll begin with a brisk five-minute walk and then alternate one minute of running and one and a half minutes of walking for a total of 20 minutes. That's great, but 20 minutes is still 10 minutes of running, which is probably quite a lot for somebody that hasn't ran for a long time. And there's not a great deal of guidance in how fast you should run. And from experience of speaking to people that have done the program, the the walking's fine because everyone can walk at a a pace, but the running turns into it as if they're almost sprinting for a bus. Yeah. it's not a sprint it's not like tax yourself as much as you can for a minute and then walk because if you are on a couch to 5k program and you find those those walking into the running intervals difficult and you've got not much guidance the chances are you're going to feel really disheartened and this Mm. is what it's it's about getting you into it gradually so i'd i'd do some training for running first and that comes with walking if you are going to do it Go to an actual couch to 5K sort of led group. I know Stoke Fit does one. Yeah. Uh, I was speaking to Ange uh, last week. Yeah. Um, just get some guidance on it because the last thing I'd want is people to sort of feel like couch to 5K, couch to 5K is too much for them. Mm. It shouldn't be. And that comes from just getting a bit of guidance with it as well. But it's the right sort of method. Yeah. It, yeah. Is, is the walking and running intervals. Yeah. But just get out there and just try it. Get out there and try it. Yeah. Lovely. So I hope that answers your questions, Kappelman. Good Good question. And the next question is from Phil Sloss, who is a Stoke Fit member. You've not met Phil, but you've met his dad, Ian. Um, So his question is... At at Trenton Park Run. We ran for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, we did. Very good runner. I sometimes run in Vibram barefoot toe shoes. I have read different accounts on if they are good for you or not. Is there any harm? So for people that don't know, because I didn't have a clue what they were, I Googled them, and they are shoes that have got um, toes in them, I suppose. If if I could think of anything better to describe them, they've got like separate bits for your toes. I'm glad you cleared that up because your first explanation sounded like you bought a pair of shoes and there were just some random toes in the end. <laughs> yeah, some random toes. The person who tried them on before forgot Check to take his toes with him. Toes. <laughs> yeah, so they're like gloves, but for your feet. Um, Rubber gloves for your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Phil, I mean, it sounds a bit weird to me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what's, what's your advice for him? Um, I know what he's on about. Um it's a really difficult one and I'm going to be careful because what I don't want people to do is to listen to this podcast and then go, oh, I like the sound of that. I'm going to get a pair of those and I'm going to run 10 miles in them. And the next thing you know, they can't walk for two weeks or they do some serious damage. Like What I would say is, Phil, you've already said at the start, I sometimes run in barefoot toe shoes. Um, if you are going to consider it i would really really strongly advise building up very very slowly and i'm not even talking about the methods that we've just talked about in the last answer i'm talking about put them on and walk around in them for five minutes and build it up because you're talking about taking any support or cushioning away from the foot what i would say about them um is that 
having these barefoot shoes, if you like, because uh, I've actually got a pair of everyday um, Vibram, um, Vivo Barefoot, sorry, not Vibram, that's what Phil's asked about. They're called Vivo Barefoot, and they're shoes that you walk around in all day. They just look like a normal trainer, but there's absolutely no sole to them whatsoever. And I bought those because I spend a lot of time in running trainers, and they're so cushioned that your feet don't become used to walking around and splaying out the toes, the metatarsals in your feet don't get to spread out properly because shoes are very restrictive. We weren't born with shoes and it was also intended that we actually walked around barefoot initially to give the feet the the ability to splay out. So there is method behind them. Running in them is something I would say you've got to build up very, very slowly. I wouldn't say they're good for you. I wouldn't say they're bad for you. I would just say, be cautious and if it's working for you i don't think there's anything wrong if you're not getting injuries then it's fine um to to carry on with them um it's a really tricky question caught me on the spot a little bit with that one um i i I don't really want to lead people down that road because i think you could find that you get injured quite quickly but um i know that some people running them to prevent injuries as well um Which leads us quite nicely into um, a guest that we've got coming on next week, haven't we? Yeah, I was going to say something about, well, I can, I can remember going to a running shop. It wasn't PAU, it was another running shop. And they suggested that I run barefoot because I overpronate. Okay. And what they were saying is that if you run barefoot, not all the time, but like on grass um, and be careful, you've got no choice but to plant your foot properly. Yeah. Um, so they suggested that I did that. I haven't done that yet, but potential there is potential in the future. And I know a guy called Barefoot Blade. He's a Sheffield United fan, so that's why he's called a Barefoot Blade. I think he's originally from Sheffield. And he's a local guy that runs. He lives in Tunstall now, around Whetstoke, and he runs around barefoot all the time. So he's doing park runs in all weathers, all, all terrain. He comes and does... Uh, did Epstone's five, he does Meerbrook 15. He's even signed up for a marathon this year, so he's going to run a marathon barefoot. And we are getting him on as a guest next week. I'm looking so forward to we can ask. We are, I'm really looking forward to speaking to him. I, spe- I speak to him a bit, not very often, but I speak to him a bit when I see him. And we always talk about how we do, how he's doing, and he puts pictures on Facebook of his feet when he treads on things and all sorts of different things. So it's a really interesting conversation to have with him about barefoot, and we can pose that question well, to him about. He's completely barefoot, isn't he? Yeah, so he's yeah. Not, he's not using uh, Vibram barefoot running nope. shoes or Vivo barefoot shoes. He's literally running skin to tarmac. Yep, skin to tarmac, skin to mud, skin to stones, all sorts of different skin places. Skin to everything, just running skin around. Yeah. We'll obviously ask him a question about this next week, Phil. Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll put it to him, what he knows the benefits are. Rob's touched on some in terms of shorter running strides and, and probably a better running form, mm. maybe a more natural gait. I mean, that's what happened when we were born with no shoes. We ran around and people probably didn't have as many injuries back then, maybe. Mm. I don't know. It was many, 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 many years ago, right? So there's not yeah. much in the way of evidence of that that we can tap into. But this uh, this guest that we've got next week obviously has been doing it for quite a while. Um, yeah. And he will offer some insight into that, which we can't wait to talk about. 
if anybody's got any questions for Barefoot Bleed, please let us know and we can ask ask him them questions. It'd be nice to have questions from the listeners. So if you have got, because obviously we're going to be asking you questions and the most obvious question is why? <laughs> so we're going to ask that question. But if you've got any specific questions that you want to ask him, yeah. please do get in contact with us and we can pose them questions to him. And he is quite open and he will talk about it. I'm sure he's had plenty of questions from people driving past him when he's running around barefoot. Um, so please get in contact with us and we can pose some questions to Barefoot Blade. Yeah, it should be a good show, that one. It will be. I'm really looking forward to that. This episode of Couch to Coached is proudly brought to you in association with the North Staffordshire Road Racers Association. Proudly promoting road running in the North Staffordshire region since 1974. So... That brings us to the next section of the podcast, uh, which is the NSRRA update. It's getting closer to All Sage of Five. Uh, it is. Ten days, it is. is it? Something like that. We've got ten days before this. In, well, uh, before I'm, on the, I'm on the North Stas Roadrunners uh, website at the moment. Nine days, 14 Nine days. hours, 43 minutes and 22 seconds, Rob. Oh, wow. wow. To the All Sage of Five. And you've got me bloody running miles and miles and miles. Well, your last big week. Next week, we'll have a down week, apart from the challenge okay. I'm going to set you. Um, <laughs> drop that in. Um, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think um, for those that are in NSRRA and have entered Ulsasia 5, um, Ken has sent out the emails and a Facebook post today, so you should yeah. have that in your inbox. Uh, in your emails if you entered online um, 11 o'clock start time yeah it's it now full so people that haven't full. signed up unfortunately you won't be able to get a space but I asked Ben for a bit of a an update as regards to how many people have signed up so he's had 1,100 people sign up for All Sage of Five so it's going to it is a popular race it's going to be a busy race yeah um, so it's going to be a good race we've had I asked him about the new membership, uh, how many people have signed up for NSRRA in general. He's had 120 220 new members, so that's including yourself, Ben. I know a couple of people from Stoke Fit are new members as well. So that takes him up to 362 members in total, which is up from last year, which he said about 300 people um, signed up. So there's a bit bit of an increase in the amount of people. The next race after All Sage 5 is Rougely 10. Uh, and there's 210 entries currently that people have entered, and there's only 90 places left for that. So if you haven't already entered, make sure you do enter, or you might run the risk of not being able to get a space. And the first league tables, so what I'm really looking forward to is seeing who's in oh. my group and where oh. I finished, is going to be published on Sunday. So straight after all Sage F5, um, probably a couple of hours later, maybe towards the evening, it should have that. Uh, league standing so you can have a look at where you came and who was in your league and we're also Ken has offered to come on in a couple of weeks time and uh, after Rusley 10 to give us a bit of a, a review of All Sage of 5 and a review of yeah. Rusley as well that'd be, so that'd be that'd interesting be I mean I think the th- first thing I could see with All Sage of 5 is looking at the entry list which is on the website it, you, it attracts runners from all over the shop. Mm, it does. Um, we've got people, I'm looking at it now, we've got people from Maidenhead AC Athletics Club. We've got uh, Sheffield Running Club, uh, Leeds 
City Athletics Club. So there's a lot of different clubs coming to it. Birmingham Brat, um, the Birmingham Running and Triathlon Club. Um, so all over, really, really well attended race. I really am looking forward to it. Mm. Ken promised me a fast flat course it is fast well I say fast it wasn't fast when I read it last year it was flat but it wasn't fast for me <laughs> so how are you feeling about it then first first race race one of the new season this is why we're here ladies and gentlemen is Rob on a promotion charge that he's I'm... guaranteeing <laughs> guaranteeing anything <laughs> uh, I, well I have talked about it quite a lot so if I don't get promoted now we'll be gutty but so how, how do you feel about Wrexham getting Wrexham promoted well, the top of the league in their national league, so hopefully I can replicate that. I think um, I'd be happy with I'd be happy with first, second, or third. I was having this conversation because there's three of us in, in from Stoke Fit, so there's me, James Totten, and Peter Gibbs in our in our group in Group F who um, run with Stoke Fit. And how many so normally be, in a group? I think it's. I think it's 12, 13, 14, maybe. I'm not sure. It depends on the splits of the group. Split, um, yeah. Okay. yeah, but I think, like I say, the, the 12 best races that you run, yeah. um, that you get. And I think a lot of people will be running all stage of five. So yeah. if I don't come first, second or third, or, or, or get relatively good position in all stage of five, I'm not going to get disheartened. There is plenty of more races to run. There's 19 more races to run. So, so I'm looking forward have, to it. I could have a Stoke Fit 1, 2, 3 in group. Well, that well, that's, well potentially. Uh, it would be nice to see that if we did. Um, but I, 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 I aren't resting too much hope on, on, on all stage of five. Um if I get a good position, I'm, I'm obviously going to run it to the best of my abilities. Uh, and I think I will beat my time from last last year when I got 42 minutes. I think I'm a better runner. A lot, I think I'm I a think, bit of I think, I think you're a better runner. Yeah, I haven't got as much timber, much timber to carry. You built yeah. up a good good level of consistency. I mean, you had London, you've got London behind you now. Yeah. You carried London on, obviously had a bit of time off. But, you know, these last, what, what are we on? We're on episode eight of the podcast now. We started this in November. So mm. since November, you've been using this podcast to hold you accountable. Yeah. So you've, you've, been, you've been a lot better since, since, you know, last year. In yeah. terms of consistency, so that should translate to a, a better performance. No pressure um, again. Putting pressure no on pressure. myself. I mean, you could probably sense I'm trying to build the pressure on Rob here. To be honest, <laughs> I'm just putting it all on him. Um, <laughs> you got any tactics for the five miler? Tactics on how to race a five miler? I never have tactics when I go for a race. Um, no. I just run to the best that I can, uh, and, I, and I'm, it's a difficult it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's just a bit more than a, a than a five k. And you, I'm used to running 5Ks, obviously, with park runs, so it's yep. another 1.9 miles on, uh, and it's not quite 10K. So it's a bit of a funny, funny um, distance. But I think I'll probably try and run it to start with at a 10K pace, and then if I start feeling okay, push it a little bit further as I get closer to the end. Because I always tend to find I've got a little bit left in the tank when I come towards the end. So I always... I always, I've got long legs. I'm able to, to, to open my legs a little bit and stick into that sec, that last gear to try and get me over the finish line. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you, you're there or thereabouts with where you'd pick your pacing. I would probably uh, closer to the, if you're cautious, the 10K pace, if you're yeah. looking to see how much you've got, the 5K pace. But I think if you started off around your 10K, 
and settled into a, a good, sensible running pattern. So you mm-hmm. felt really consistent. You settled in for a, a couple of K or, you know, if you're working in miles a mile, um, it's about starting to then push your pace and starting to become comfortable at being uncomfortable, which we've spoken about quite yeah. a bit on the show. And then it's about how bad do you want it? You mm-hmm. know, we spoke about that. And psychologically, I think if you can get into a comfortable running style, uh, a nice running motion, and you can sort of zone out for a little bit, it will keep yourself ticking along nicely. In the last mile and a half, two miles, it's then what have you got left? How much are you going to leave out uh, on the on the roads, really? Mm, I know I'll be nervous on, on when it comes around because the competitiveness of me will start to kick <laughs> Um, and when I see people with F on the back, I'll be like, oh, I need to get that. But I, I want, well, like I say, I, keep, I need to keep thinking to myself, I've got 19 more races. And, and th- first, second or third, I'd be happy with at the end of at the end of the NSRRA um, timetable. So I'd be definitely happy with that. So, yeah, I, I, what are your tactics? Um, now you're an NSRRA member. I'm not going to give them away. The group beat me. <laughs> I, I know, I'll just give my tactics away. I know there's a couple of people in Group B listening. Paul Hall, his <laughs> mom is in Group B. I'm, not telling, group more, B. I'm not telling any more my best tactics and anyone else out there listening. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm one of those. I've, I've, I've raced for many years and I've not learned from some lessons i've slowly started to get better over the last 18 months at pacing um pacing is really challenging i mean it's very important if you've got a certain time in mind to probably have a bit of a race tactic you can be one of those runners that goes right i'm going to run hard and i'm going to see what happens which is fine for me i sort of know roughly where i should be getting to for five mile the difference i think between me and you is you're probably at this point in time where you're probably still fine-tuning your running and you don't know what you're going to accomplish until you actually go and do it a lot of the time and that's what we're seeing with you you're you're knocking time off every time you run something i probably have got to a point where i find it really difficult to squeeze the odd second and minutes out of my times like i know 5ks if i'm in good shape and go and do a run i know i'm averaging sort of 1740 1748 for Mm. me to do really well on that i'm not going to sort of knock minutes off whereas you could probably do that with your time so i have to probably look at what pace am i realistically going to be able to hold for five mile and have a bit of a tactic so it's for me starting off quite conservative as i've just said to try and get used to a certain just get the body warm really use the first mile as a a bit of a settling in opportunity and then try and either progress through it and try and finish with a, a nice strong set of negative splits. Um, mm. But sometimes um, things can go wrong on the day, fueling, not getting enough sleep mm. the night before. And these are the things you have to try and get. So I think for me, it's all in the preparation, getting good sleep, making sure that we've fueled well, got a good warm up in and try to push myself in the race as hard as I can. But um Ultimately, it's a bit of fun, and that's why I signed up to NSRRA is to have a bit of fun and test myself every few weeks um, yeah. or months. So I'm looking forward to it. Should be a good race, well attended, nice route by all accounts. Um, looking forward to coming over and meeting some of the Stoke Fit lot, uh, some of the listeners, yeah. um, hanging around after and maybe having a bit of a chat. Um, 
Yeah, should be a good, good, good morning. That should be. Come and speak to us, people. If you are listening to the podcast, and we know people that are from Stoke Fit, but if you're listening to the podcast and we've not actually spoken to you, come and speak to us. We are exactly the same as we are on the podcast. I would like to think. So come and speak to us, and we'll we'll, we'll chat to you, and we'll give you some tips if you've got any questions. We can answer your questions. And we can sign the Cliff Richards pictures, like we said, when we were going to do for the part run a couple of weeks ago. But if you've got anything that you want us to do, let us know. If you're, wondering, also, if you're wondering who we are at the race, I'm on the website. Rob will be wearing bib 949. Oh, will I? You will. All right. No, Rob will be wearing 949, and I'll be wearing number 914. All right. So throw tomatoes at 949. Come and say <laughs> hello to 914. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to add one thing before we before we stop talking about NSRA because Ken's asked me to just give a shout out. There's another race that's happening, a local race to us uh, on the th- th- Sunday, the February the 12th. A uh, Boaloy, I think I've said that right. Boaloy Bypass 10K. It's a closed roused event on the new bypass at Congleton. So on the 12th of February, it's not an NSRA fixture, but if anybody is interested, do have a look on the website. Um, I think if you just Google Boaloy Bypass 10K, it'll take you. I've seen it advertised on Facebook as well. So it's the opening of the bypass with a race. I'm not sure if it's an opening of the bypass, but I think it's just closed the bypass and it's a new bypass. So Is the mayor going to be there? Potentially. I'm not sure if the mayor of Congleton will be there. But Opportunities to have a race against another mayor. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm knocking them off. Done so. Next one's Congleton. <laughs> Um, yeah, if yeah. anybody's interested, we, 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 if I can have find a link, I might put a link on the onto Instagram as well. Nice little update for the uh, North Stars Roadrunners there. Um, looking forward to it. Should be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Should we do some challenges? Yeah, let's have a look at the new, new challenges. The new, new challenges. Before we get on to the new challenges, mm. my challenge last week was, well, poems. We both yeah. read our poems. I'm going to claim the victory and whose poem was the best. Are we just saying yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can have it. I think I, I think there was one vote for me and I think that was me. Not <laughs> 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 Instagram. I mean, we... Yeah, you, you did. People were saying, be fair, people were saying that they were very close, that you just pipped it. Although I, I said to you last week or the week before, whenever we did it, that I was, I thought that you got it. I think your, your poem... You far you far surpass my expectations. I must admit. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. were very. It was very very good. Um, so. I mean, it was nice well actually. Done. Last week we got quite a lot of interaction from some of the listeners, um, mm. reaching out, adding comments, saying the poems were great, and that's what we want to achieve. We want people talking yeah. about the show and stuff. So, uh, poems aside, and me being the winner aside, it was a really <laughs> good challenge. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed. But new challenges. You want to go first after the week I've made you suffer? Yeah, mine's not that bad actually. Mine's not that bad. Do you know, um, have you ever heard of? Here we go. Have you? Here we go. Wordle. Oh no 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 <laughs> no no! I can't believe you're so doing this to me. Back on the theme of words, because we talked about the the the, the flu the, the the flu the flu. What am I talking about? The f- the creative juices flowing. No. What I'm going to do is every day for the next week, I want you to do the Wordle. So if people don't know what Wordle is, it's a thing that you can go online and you have to guess a word. I think it's five-letter word every day, and it gives you hints. So if you get a, a letter right, it gives it green. If it's in the right space, it goes orange. If it's in, if it's a right letter but in a wrong space. So for the next 
week, so from now until till next Thursday, I'm looking at Ben's face and he's not impressed. Do you know what's annoyed me about this one? <laughs> what? Do you know what's annoyed me? So I said about the huzzle that you did, that you sent me, which I still haven't done, and I said my mate Sam did the huzzle. Um, he's obsessed by Wordle. How is he? Yeah, he's like you. He, <laughs> he's just obsessed with stupid, stupid things like this. Um, so now, as soon as this goes out tomorrow and he's listened to it, he's going to be messaging me, have you done your Wordle? Have you done your Wordle? Because I haven't done Wordle. I used to do Wordle. I haven't done Wordle for a long time. And I just, I'm looking online. And- to be honest, I like it. I like Wordle. Yeah, I'm actually, good. I'm surprisingly quite good at Wordle. Um, okay. But it's just, oh, no. <laughs> I think I think it's it's not a hard challenge. Um, you've got to pass it, so you've got to show me every every day. I want a screenshot from you to say this is what I've got. So how many guesses it took you to do it from tomorrow? So every day, yeah, from tomorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll let you off today. You can have a rest today, but from oh, tomorrow, thanks. I want you to do <laughs> you can do Wordle, and and we can have a bit of a competition again because I like the competitive edge of it. So I could I can have a go as well. So I'll oh, probably forget. Okay. But we can do it. See how many how, how many how many how many guesses it takes us to get the wordle. Challenge accepted. There you go. See my the mine aren't that bad. Well now let's let's have a listen to yours. You're the you judge. Want me to, you, I'll be the judge you want, whether yours are bad or not. You want me to top what what do you want me to top this week? What what Strava <laughs> lead do you want me to top this week? Oh dear. dear. So before I came on the show I actually had two challenges. Um one was relatively easy. One was a little bit more difficult. And you've gone for the more difficult one. Let me yeah, guess. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go for the more difficult one, Rob. Why not? We'll go for the more <laughs> difficult one. Um, so we are probably within. There's probably enough time for you to get this done, but I think you're going to have to probably do it sooner rather than later bearing in mind where we're at with Osage 5 next weekend but it's going to basically be your speed session for the week because going into the week of a race normally you would do a taper but I don't think you need to do much of a taper for a five miler let's be honest so there's not going to be a taper you will still keep some intensity but this is a nice session it's a nice session you haven't even told me what it is yet and I know it's not going to be nice no. <laughs> Do you remember when you was at school? No, no, the bleep test. Yeah. No, oh, new. Oh no! As soon as you said school, I knew you were going to say bleep test. And you can thank my mate Sam for this one as well. I know you've never met him. You've never interacted Thanks, with him. Sam. But... Is that the one who likes Huzzle and likes Wordle? Yeah. He's so... got a lot to wait. He's got a lot to answer for. That like Sam has. So we went out. <laughs> we went out last night. Me and um, Rach and Sam and his girlfriend Chloe. Um, and he, he said, oh, I'm really enjoying the show. How's he getting on? Blah, blah, blah. Have you set Robbie's challenge yet this week? And I said, no, we're recording tomorrow. And he said, you know what you need to get him to do? The bleep test. Oh, man. I can't even remember doing it from when I was at school. So, I must have done it, but I can't remember doing so it. So the bleep test, for those that don't know, is an app that you can download on your phone. Oh, can you download an app? You can app? download an app. So you used to have to, in school, you had a big boom box or speaker mm. system in the middle of the sports hall and you basically run lengths of the sports hall to this beep so you start off at a reasonably slow pace and i think it's done over 20 meters so each lap each length is 20 meters so i've got to get my tape measure out you need to get well you've got to get a tape measure out 
you know, I'll do it out. Is your road relatively flat outside the front of your house? No, it's uh, everyone in a cul-de-sac. It's quite quite steep. Find a nice flat bit. Take take Arthur to the park. <laughs> take the kids to the park. Yeah, get Laura to film it. She could even stand there and be the beep if she wants to be. <laughs> but what you need to do is 20 metres, I think it is, and you start off on a beep and you basically have till it beeps again to get to the 20 metre point. And each 20 metres, the beep gets quicker. So the idea is you're doing shuttle runs and you get a bit of a rest every time you've done one, but it gets to the point where it's beep, 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 beep. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to do it as well. Oh, yeah, you're going to get... Yeah, okay. So That's you, the first time you've actually said that about one of my tasks. <laughs> <laughs> I always say I'm going to do it with you. I've done the poem with you. I'm doing Wordle with you. I did Candy Crush with you. And this is the first time you've actually said you're going to do the task We'll with do me, the so bleep I'll test together. So you okay. do the bleep test. I'll do the bleep test. I want to know what you got to, what level you got to, because it's done on levels. Yeah, I suppose it's a good gauge, isn't it? So then, in a couple of well, a couple of months time, we'll probably do the blue test it's a good again. Fitness test. I'll be interested yeah. if any of the listeners get on it and have a go at it. You can yeah, download yeah, the yeah. app. There's various different apps. Find an app that you like. Don't pay for the app because you don't need to. There's different ones. Have a go at the bleep test. Let us know what level you get to, and see if you can beat Rob. Okay, I'll I'll accept that challenge. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you very much, Ben. Can I just say as well, actually? Setting tasks is quite a difficult. It's quite hard to think of a task. <laughs> so if anybody has got any ideas around a couch task for Ben, so something relatively, I won't say easy, but something that you could potentially do while sitting down on a couch, um, please let us know. And I'm sure Ben will probably appreciate if you've got any coach challenges. If you like, like Sam suggests the bleep test. So if you've got any really nice challenges for me, uh, please let us know and let, uh, send it to the Instagram or email or Facebook. Yeah, I'd appreciate them. I mean, I am going to let you into this now, this little secret. I am going to start scaling back the, uh, you know, the intensity of the coach tasks because I I am fully aware of the fact that racing season starts um on the fifth at Alsasia and we are on a serious mission to get you promoted. I don't <laughs> want to get you injured by running into the ground every week. So this is no. the last one that's going to be done in in jest and we'll start yeah. getting back into the actual mission. The mission. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine by me. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you added that bit in. You had to say that. Okay. Are you interested in hiring a personal running coach? If so, please visit www.benrussellfitnesscoach.co.uk or head over to Instagram and Facebook at Ben Russell Fitness Coach for more details. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much. Last week, let's let's move on to this because this is good. I've been looking forward to this. I think mm. the listeners are going to appreciate this. We've got a massive, massive shout out this week, haven't we? Yeah. A massive shout out. So you'll remember that we did the poems. Um, Rob did his poem. I did my poem. It was all about running. It was all about anything, podcast, Stoke Fit, NSRRA, anything to do with running. And on Saturday, um, after the show went out, so the day after the show went out, we received an email into the Couch to Coached email uh, inbox, Couch to Coached at Outlook.com. That's the one. And it was from the very um, 
popular on this show, Angela Morton. Was. And she She wrote us a poem. She did. She sent us in a poem. So I'm going to read the poem out. Ben says it sounds better in a Stokey accent, so I'm going to read it out. It doesn't say anything about dodgy brummy lads or anything like that. So. No. Cue the romantic poem music. Yeah, I'll put some music in behind it. So it's called, she's even titled it, Run for Fun. So everyone knows how I love to run, not just for PBs, but also for fun. I joined Stoke Fit about eight years ago, not knowing how quickly my obsession would grow. Trophies and medals adorn my shelves. Too many to count, but all precious in themselves. Stoke Fit are the best, a club extraordinaire. So many friendships are formed right there. Monday and Wednesday, we all congregate. At BG or Old Sal, the leaders are great. Different runs around the city. Who, would be prou- who wouldn't be proud to be a fitty? Then along came Rob Silito, a giant of a man, who was approached by a coach who became a big fan. Like a phoenix arising, the podcaster grew. From strength to strength, 400 members are new. Information and tips, not just about running, fun and laughter with some cheeky chub rubbing. <laughs> Ice bass poems, funny stories galore. That poor Andy Morton, her secrets no more. Old Liege bypass will haunt her forever. Her underwear lurking amongst the heather. Couch to coached has grown and grown. Rob and Ben could never have known how the London Marathon would create a chance to talk about running and form a bromance. Long may he continue to grow and thrive, and, continue, and Rob continue to say, we are live. So well done, guys. You're simply the best. Making us laugh. You're just the be- better than the rest. Keep it up, and one day real soon, that sponsorship will surely loom. Get in. That Very is well. fantastic. Get in. That I think that'll are... be yours. Yeah, we are absolutely <laughs> blown away with that. Someone's taking the time to write a poem about our show. That is mm. that is brilliant. Mm. It's a really, really nice gesture, and I think that's a brilliant poem. We're becoming, becoming uh, that this podcast is going to be known as a running poem podcast because that's the fourth poem we've actually read out <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> if anybody has a poem that they want to send into yeah. the show, um, we could have it. We could have a section dedicated to poems if we really want to. Couch to coach to outlook.com, send them in. <laughs> and Morton, thank you very much. We really, really appreciate that. We I think we really both read it on Saturday it. afternoon. Um, separately and we're just blown away by it it was fantastic really really it good was. It was really um i think the this is this is a news flash moment everybody what i'm about to do now um rob when you come to edit it insert news flash jingle okay sam crozier 34.35 miles has topped the drama leaderboard he's done it well uh, it's already been claimed sorry sorry sam uh, Sam is the winner. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, Sam, I need to clarify. I need to check this. Sam this evening has gone out and done a warm up of 1.3 miles oh, at really? 6:31 p.m. So he was actually running that mile before we'd started. He ran five miles tempo at 6:49 p.m. Oh. And then he did a two-mile cool down at 7:22 p.m. So as we announced the winner. He was running. He was running, but technically, if you look, it took him 28 minutes to do the five miles. So technically, he was still running when we announced that I had won. Though he might not have actually topped me. So uh, anyway, we'll we'll move on from that. I I I, would, I did the task. Well done, Sam. Well done. But yeah. I won that task for this week. 
I mean, I'm 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 looking at that though. He's done five miles and titled it Tempo. Yeah, I know. and he's run twenty eight eleven. I hope he's not a North Staffordshire Roadrunner. I don't know if he is or not. I know, he he sec- I know he came second in the Potter's, ha- Potter's Half Marathon, yeah, I believe. If he is in our NSRRA, I hope he's in Group A and not Group B. <laughs> because he's the winner of Group B, if he is. So, Ken, Ken, Ken Rushton, if you're listening to this podcast, mate, you need to promote Sam if he's in Group B. <laughs> <laughs> so that that brings us towards the end of the podcast. Well done, Sam, uh, for, for for not quite beating me, but getting close. Uh, but next week, like I've already mentioned, we have got a guest on, so we're really looking forward to a guest, our second ever guest. So we have got a barefoot blade coming in to talk to us all about barefoot running and the pitfalls of it, the advantages of it. Could probably tell us a few stories about people pulling him over and saying what's going on with you whilst running out barefoot. So I'm really looking forward to that. So we'll see you all next week. Tune in for Barefoot Blade and see you later. See you later.